You're listening to Growing in Motherhood, the podcast that inspires mamas to grow, where we talk about the real stuff, not just the good stuff, and share all things parenting and motherhood insight. We are first cousins with 10 kids between the four of us, ranging in age from six years to just six months old. Whether you are currently expecting, have kids of your own, or would like to in the future, this show is for you. Let's get started and grow with us. So I read an article recently that was talking about moms, especially working moms, are essentially like reaching a breaking point during this pandemic in a way that we haven't seen before. And so I think it's a really good opportunity for us to have a conversation around self-care. It's timely and also timeless. Um, Because I think there's no, no better time to talk about it, but it's something we should always do. I want us to talk through what we personally do when it comes to self-care and then what are some suggestions and some encouragement for moms out there who may not be prioritizing or are looking for new things to do to infuse self-care in their daily routines. Self-care, right? Like it comes in such a variety of forms. I'm curious, what do each of you do for self-care. It's funny because August of last year, August of 2020, I finally scheduled an appointment to get my hair done, to get it trimmed and shaped and all of that. And um, my stylist, while I was sitting in the chair, she was like, so what have you done for self-care during the pandemic? And I was like, that's an excellent question. In that moment, I told her, you know, this, <laughs> this is my first step towards practicing self-care. So to that point, I think I really hadn't even recognized that outside of just my routine activities of daily living, I hadn't been intentional about practicing self-care and thinking about how that might be impacting me. You know, there are things that I used to do outside of the house with the kids that we would participate in just to get them out and get them um, interacting with other people and other children. And so, of course, we can't do those things now. So the other piece that I do is I try to make sure that every day we get outside of the house. I let them run around and play, but I also get my exercise. And we're all getting fresh air. And let me not even front because I used to be like, oh, the kids, they need to get out every day to get some fresh air. And that's true. They do. But honestly, it's times when I'm like, okay, we need to go outside because mommy needs some fresh air. Like mommy needs a break. And I can't be in this house one second longer. (laughs) Exercise has been um, a big one for me just as far as practicing self-care. But what I do for self-care, I think, is a number of different things. I definitely eat good food that makes me feel happy. Uh And um, it's probably one reason why my mom pooch is going nowhere. But um, (laughs) aside from that, I I travel for work uh, each week. And so when I'm in the hotel room, I like to to do my nails, my my fingernails and my toenails, mani-pedi. And that's something that I've promised myself to stay consistent with. Just like I feel pretty, you know, just something, something extra there to help me feel nice. And then I also do my eyebrows, too. So I try to stay consistent with those things and it helps me to feel good. And you have been consistent. I can attest to that. 
She has actually motivated me. Actually, <laughs> yeah. That's what it's all about. I will, I will, yeah, she inspires me. So, yeah. Thank you, Joya. Thank you. So, I will play my guitar in the midst of the chaos. <laughs> Amen. I will sit mm-hmm. down there, try to think of some new improv or something. And, and that kind of brings me back to being mindful and in the moment. That as well as I'm a Netflix girl, y'all. So mm-hmm. when the kids go down, I'm like, we'll be watching tonight. <laughs> <laughs> My self-care as of lately has been a cup of tea. That is something I religiously do on a daily basis. And honestly, like it's just it's like my treat that I look forward to every day. And it's so simple, but um, that has probably been the most consistent thing. I, like you, Erin, am trying to infuse more exercise and being active and going on walks with the kids. Self-care comes in a variety of forms, and you have to do what you can each day um, for yourself, no matter how small it is, because it's making a difference, right? Like It could be as significant and large as actually scheduling that hair appointment, Erin, right? And actually going to get your hair done. But the reality is like, that doesn't happen every day and that's okay, right? So it's like, how can you balance between those like everyday moments, but then also those those bigger occasions and those big events. So if we go back some to when you are coming from the hospital, whether you are coming with your first baby or second, third, fill in the blank, When did the need or the desire for self-care begin? The way I see it is that self-care really should be a part of your recovery plan. It's easy to be so consumed with what baby needs and what the remainder of your family needs. But I'm curious, what was everyone else's timeline? Did you find that it was easy to implement those self-care things up front? Or was it later on when you found your rhythm And that's when you were able to be more mindful and more intentional with those self-care moments. You know, I think for me, I mentioned that one of my self-care practices is just to eat good food. And um, now I did not say (laughs) healthy food, but remember, Leah, I sent you a huge bag of gummy bears. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And so for me, my self-care started right away. I had a stash for me and my husband. We had some goodie boxes. And we stashed granola bars, chocolate chip granola bars, gummy bears, Mentos, like any kind of candy, gummy, you know, whatever, whatever we would enjoy. We stashed in these bins so that when I would be up late feeding Asan in particular, um, I would have access to the things that would give me even just brief spurts of energy and just help me feel good and not feel completely miserable. So for me, that's when my self-care started. It's it, It started beforehand because we knew you know, we learn from our previous three kids to do things a little bit better, to be more organized. And so this final time we did it. And I was proud of us for that. I had water, I had nuts in there as well. And so for me, it started right away. And um, I can tell the difference in how I felt along the way because of because of things like that. My like a really quick fix for self-care <laughs> was taking a shower a long hot shower in the dark, like pitch dark, or I would light a candle, but like in the dark. And um, 
I would listen to this. These like healing frequencies, 425 or 538 hertz. It's a certain sound um, that is soothing. And I would just listen to that and just like, okay, I have 10 minutes. I'm going to milk this. That's something that I've been struggling a little bit with lately is because, you know, with my four kids, my oldest is six, um, you know, everybody needs something from me, including my husband. Everybody needs something. And I, I have very little time for myself. You know, I could always tell when my self-care is lacking because when anyone comes to me for something, my first thing is, what do you need? What do you need? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm so agitated, like everyone is taking. And so, yeah, there are times when my self-care suffers, um, especially when, for example, my husband has to go on night shift and then it's just me with the kids all day and then all night. Um, and it's hard to get out of that place because I feel bitter and angry. And sometimes I'm really willful. Like, I don't even want to feel better. Like, I'm just going right. to be angry, you know, because <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I do find myself out of that place. And I agree with Joya. I think um, it's, there's something magical about long, warm mm -hmm. showers. And so that's something that I do when I'm in those kinds of, you know, modes where I'm bitter or angry. I just I know that I need to stay in the shower a little longer um, at least once out of the week. And I feel completely different after I do that. I feel regenerated and refreshed and like I can take on some more. But when I have to do quick showers, quick this, quick that, feed everybody, do this, do that, it, it becomes exhausting and frustrating. I mean, it's what I signed up for, so I can't complain too much. But there are definitely times where self-care is lacking. And the best thing to do when that happens is recognize it and then make a plan to get back on track. And for me, I know, okay, when payday comes, we're gonna eat something really fabulous and I need to take a long shower, like long, and nobody bother me, don't even <laughs> knock on the door. <laughs> yeah, I like that you mentioned that, Duran. I think you bring up a great point around recognizing those moments where you're kind of at that breaking point, right? And then what do you need to do to pivot to get back on track? And what are those things mm -hmm. that help you reset and help you get there, right? So maybe it is taking that shower. Maybe it is journaling. Maybe it is, you know, catching up with a friend, a cousin, you know, or, or it's that nap. Um, for me, I would say one of the moments of self-care was actually getting dressed. After birth, I was basically in pajamas, for sure, for like the first month. And then when I started working again, I could tell the difference when I would actually like get dressed and prepared for the day because I'm working from home. And so it's easy to work in your pajamas, right? Like technically no one will know. But mm -hmm. for me, the self-care in terms of understanding how the action of me actually getting dressed is going to completely transform me was important. Another thing um, is like sometimes I know if I'm feeling groggy, get a bit of put on that motivational song. I mean, <laughs> almost like be your own hype man, hype yourself up and um, get your head in the game. 
I love um, Jill Scott, Living My Life Like I'm Golden. Yes. That's pretty Yes, great. I like that song. Great song to get you hyped up. So those are all great suggestions. Are there specific things that you feel you've done in the middle of the pandemic when there are new norms and when options are not available to you the same way as they would have been before? How have you been able to navigate over the past, it's been like a year now, guys. Like how have you been Mm -hmm. able to navigate through this phase that we're in that may look and feel a little bit different than before? You know, I could say for me that not not too much has changed just because um, I really do, I do all my beauty stuff myself because I find it fun and because it saves money. Mm -hmm. I miss being able to go and sit in a restaurant and enjoy my food. You know, my husband, he works in an ICU. As a family, we've made the personal decision to not eat out. So many are doing that. And I, you know, I commend them because they're trying to support small businesses and whatnot, or they just want to have some sense of normalcy. And so mm-hmm. I don't judge that. I just know it's not for me. I was going to tell you guys how COVID has actually improved my self-care. <laughs> Ooh, hey, yes, on. please share. You know, um, prior to COVID, living in a state where it was just me and my husband and no support base. I would be stuck taking my child or kids to the grocery store with me. Let me tell you, that has been a moment for me to get away a little bit, a little bit. And just Mm -hmm. throwing, you know, a headphone or two and just browse a little bit, do a little shopping. (laughs) Okay. Without a tantrum or someone asking for a snack. Who would have thought that grocery stores would be... Fun self-care for us all. But I feel you. I feel you, Julia. Um, That is, you know, my little target run every now and then. I am definitely looking forward to it. I am very pleased to hear that despite the pandemic, there have still been opportunities to be intentional with self-care. One thing I'm grateful for when it comes to the pandemic is... For me, it's really helped reprioritize the things that are important. How can we encourage mamas out there to continue to find those ways to infuse self-care on a daily basis? To practice forgiveness towards yourself as self-care, just because, you know, I mentioned earlier just getting angry at the kids, at the husband, at myself, and feeling bitter and um, I can really beat myself up for not um, being as kind towards others or as compassionate towards them as I should have been or need to be. And that becomes another layer of something that can bother me or stress me out. And so that's something I've been you know, practicing is just self-forgiveness. You know, I didn't, I was short with one, one of my kids recently and it's like, man, I shouldn't have done that. So I apologize to her. And then I just reminded myself that I'm human and I'm tired and I need to address those underlying issues, but it, it doesn't help to beat yourself up about things. And so self-forgiveness, that's free, costs nothing, doesn't even take much time. It's really internal work that you could do. I love that. The, you know, the one thing that I would add is, um, especially for frontline workers, you know, some of my clients right now are nurses, our physicians, and um, they don't have a lot of time. And so whether you're a frontline worker in that sense, or you're helping get food for us, stocking the shelves at the grocery stores, or 
um, transporting foods or delivering food or driving the, you know, whatever it is that you're doing on the front lines. Number one, we appreciate you. Number two, you may not have time. And so um, certainly, yes, you can talk to a therapist, a pastor, a friend. But I recommend for those who are busy, get a really good mental health um, book or workbook on a topic that you know you need help with. So for example, if it's anxiety or procrastination or anger or you know whatever it is that you sense you're struggling with and that you might need, there are a number of great books and workbooks that you can buy that you can work through on your own time and you know especially you know whether you're a stay-at-home mom or a working mom, you're going to be busy. Our time is really precious and our personal time is little. And so sometimes having just a really good workbook um, or a book to read that'll be interesting to you can be helpful. And then also there are apps. And so, um, you know, Joya, you put me on to the Shine app, right? They just send you really brief mindfulness-based text messages daily and their videos that you can watch. So that's another option if you're someone who's busy, but you know that you need to um, to pay attention to your needs and you know you need to improve your self-care, those are some al- alternative options. I love that suggestion, Jaren. Um, you know, something that our listeners can immediately do after this episode is go download that app. Be able to practice that mindfulness can certainly be a game changer. The only thing I would like to add to that is as a supplement or even alternative is just journaling. I know that in very overwhelming moments, that has been very helpful to me, is to just be able to release all of that emotion and get it out on paper. Um, So that could be a option for some moms out there as well. Thanks for listening to Growing in Motherhood. If you like this show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other mamas just like you find the show. We also encourage you to even tell a friend. And if you would like to connect and continue to grow with us, we invite you to follow our Instagram page at Growing in Motherhood for daily parenting insight and announcements for upcoming episodes. Until next time, bye.